0: it's the muppets minute show with those nick and annie Yay! it's time to talk about the muppets movies minute by minute today we're talking about muppets take manhattan minute 93 minute 93 starts with a credit for muppet design and construction and ends with credits for some people who probably work offset in offices somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, more credits here. But I, I do want to start off with uh, before we dive into a few of these credits, I want to start off uh, with talking about a little HBO special that aired back in August of 1984. And it was the making of the Muppets Take Manhattan. Uh, so it's a little six-minute documentary. You could find it on YouTube, and it's worth a little watch because um, it actually uh, it has a few tidbits from Jim and Frank. It also has uh, some great behind-the-scenes footage, and uh, it—you it, know—I—I I, I kick myself because this. Kind of answers one of our questions that we have been wondering for a little while. Because in both Caper and here in Manhattan, we see the rats running across the screen. And we're like, okay, I'm sure it's a marionette. You know, sure, whatever. But, you know, how are they doing it? They're pulling it, things like that. This actually um, showed us that scene exactly. And it's really, really neat. Um, because it shows the marionette, um, which kind of pulled the, the rats from the top. And then it actually showed the puppeteer sitting at some controls and basically just waggling some levers. And, yeah. and that, that turns the rats' uh, legs, and then they pull the uh, uh, mechanism forward, and, and that's it. It's, uh, um, you know, I'm sure it's complicated, but it's remarkably simple once you see it in execution, and it's, it's really neat.
1: Yeah, I feel like it is kind of essentially what we thought it was, but maybe even to a simpler degree because I'm sure that, like, that scene that I'm thinking of specifically the one in Caper where they're in the Happiness Hotel Mm -hmm. and they're just kind of running through the hotel, um, they must have had to go through and sort of clean out some stuff, I would think. Um, And I don't even know how they did that back in the 80s, but I'm sure (laughs) they did it, right? Like, they had to have...
0: You know, I from seeing what we saw behind the scenes, I don't even. Well, yes. um, Well, uh, you're talking about like the wires of the hanging. Yeah, like the wires are
1: just like some of the moving mechanisms that I feel like don't show up in that scene because it almost it almost looks like animation or, you know, it looks it looks too smooth.
0: Yeah, I I don't know if they went in and, and digitally removed any kind of wires or touched up wires Fact, I don't know, but that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure when they would have started doing that. Uh, I know by some of the later Muppet movies, obviously they, they would have been able to do that, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think, was- well, I mean, we see wires every now and then, of course, and even in, in this movie, we, we, I think we spotted a few. Um, but, uh, so I don't think they actually go in there. I think it's just, the trick of the camera where you can't see those kind of wires. Yeah, I could
1: the buy fishing it. Fishing
0: wire stuff. So. Um, they uh, the rats in the kitchen. So um, this actually gets a credit in this minute. Uh, it, it's a it's a special credit just for Jim Henson. Rats, rats, kitchen number staged by Jim Henson, which is yeah. interesting. I mean, like I don't know. Jim, in this documentary, calls it one of the most complicated um, scenes uh, because of what went on there and, um, and the way they had to really plan it out and stage it. Um, but it's just interesting that he gets a separate credit from that. Any, any thoughts on why that may be?
1: You know, I... <sighs> It's, it is interesting because it strikes me as kind of a little like, okay, like you're Jim Henson, dude, you do need more credit. Do you need another credit? Yeah. So initially that's my first thought, but I also am kind of like, maybe that's his way of saying, Hey everyone, this actually was a lot harder than it looked. Mm -hmm. So I would appreciate it if you acknowledged that, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, Because even just seeing the credit, I think, would make a a random viewer or audience member think, oh, wow, yeah, that rat number was kind of cool. Like, that was kind of complex. And because I feel like it's, like we've talked about before, it's so easy to watch a scene like that and just not think anything of it because it's just, they make it look so easy. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. It seems a little strange to give Jim Henson more credit because, like, we don't need to give Jim Henson any more credit for anything, but uh, it maybe It's it's good enough that like he's like, you know what? I don't necessarily need Frank to take credit for that because I did it. You know, yeah, so I don't blame him. I don't blame him. It's yeah, just
0: I, a little strange, I guess. Um, when it's a staged by, I mean, I, I guess if he's getting a credit for that, we could assume that he basically probably took control of the set that day. Maybe as well yeah. is that is that how you'd look at it. Maybe almost directed those scenes in a way i would think
1: that he probably directed that that sequence yeah. and yeah. if that is the case then he then he does deserve a credit for it yeah so, yeah. yeah it's
0: just, it's it's fun how they picked that one out and then specifically talked to in the in the documentary as well um frank said that uh he really pointed to the muppet baby scene so they have uh frank talking about that and saying that this was Uh, much more difficult than your average Muppet because of the short stubby arms so they had uh, a little bit more trouble uh showing the the I guess the um emotion and and movement than than they're normally used to doing in the with normal Muppets
1: yeah that
0: makes sense Uh, um it was cool seeing the behind the scenes uh staging in that one too I mean we know that you know, a lot of these sets are, are sets built up high and then the puppeteers are down below the, the the stage. But seeing that in practice is really neat too. And you get to see that uh, specifically on the Muppet baby set, which is which is fantastic.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Um, and then the only, other, you know, the other thing to point out there is just uh, a Jim Henson quote. He says that it's, he loves doing these outdoor. He loves bringing the Muppets outdoors out of the studio um, because he says that, they, he he believes they actually look more believable in sunlight. And if you think yeah. back to um, the Muppet movie, we saw that footage out in the farm. Re- remember with uh, Kermit interacting with the cows, and that that was like test footage that yeah. they did to like say, "Hey, can Muppets work in the wild?" And um, you know, Jim over over the time really, you know said that that's, you know, really his, his, his preferable method, uh, to shoot them outdoors in sunlight and they look great. And, um, we, we have said this numerous times that this is the most, um, real film looking of the three so far, um, mm-hmm. uh, that we, that we've, that we've done. So, and that's a credit to Frank Oz's direction. And then just learning, uh, now they have plenty of experience using the Muppets out in the real world, and and they showed it in this film.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So uh, that that's that's all about that. It's definitely worth your your watch for for six minutes, and it's a great kind of look back at uh, some fantastic stuff. I mean, so, just to
1: see those behind the scenes things, yeah. which is it's so rare to see yeah. those, is it was amazing. Yeah.
0: So let's take a look at some of these credits we have here in Minute 93, okay? So I'm going to start off with uh, we, we, we're the first group of credits here, and this is really uh, the bulk of what I'm looking at because, you know, it's kind of nice to pick out some of these names and just give people um, some added credit and, and find out some interesting things about these people. So I'm going to concentrate on the Muppet design and construction. Um, we, I, I actually I don't have anything for... Uh, uh, Carolee Wilcox because we we've actually uh done a lot on on, um Mm -hmm. so uh we no real reason to go into that credit so let's let's focus on some of these other ones here so I have uh Tim Miller uh Tim Miller got his start on the uh Muppet show and then he became the supervisor of the Canadian Muppet workshop and he helped build uh, some of the original uh, Fraggles, including Sprocket. And
1: oh, Sprocket.
0: He, yeah, yeah. And he built and designed Muppets for all the Muppet films, from Caper through A Very Merry Christmas, or Very Merry Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, and also worked on The Dark Crystal. So. Uh, very good career for Tim Tim Miller. Um, How about, uh, let's see, we got Jan Rosenthal. Jan Rosenthal, actually, uh, this is a post-Henson credit error that I have for her uh, that I found out. In 1987, she went on to pursue a career in toy design and was one of the lead designers at Fisher Price. So a lot of the Fisher Price toys that you know and love from the 80s and 90s jan might have had a hand in oh that's cool yep uh today she's actually uh apparently her job title or credit she's a freelance toy inventor i mean how like yeah. magical is that job right oh what yeah. you yeah i'm a freelance toy designer i mean yeah. that's, <laughs> like every kid would want to grow up and be that and so I mean, that's, that's, that seems like a made-up title, but that's kind of fun.
1: It really does. But hey, so does Muppeteer, I, I guess. <laughs> and that's a real job. <laughs> so. yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Uh, Marion Ke- Keating. Uh, she began in the early 1980s at the New York Muppet Workshop. Uh, she has created countless Miss Piggy Heads over the years. So. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So she's the one really probably credited with making all the different piggy head designs from this film, it seems. And, uh, you know, including the, the the probably all the ones from the uh, uh, the, the chase of the thief in the uh, Central Park and all that stuff. We know we have some iconic piggy heads in this film. So uh, that would be Marion. Nice. Maria McNamara. Uh, she most notably created Marjorie the trash heap from Fraggle Rock. Ooh, yeah.
1: That I remember that. I'm suddenly like, wait, that was a woman? It, what? Or a female? That was a female character. You're it right. Was. The trash heap. Oh man, I can get always get the trash heap mixed up with Pizza the Hut. Sorry. Continue.
0: <laughs> They're essentially easy. the
1: same character.
0: Easy to do. Uh, how about Cheryl Blaylock? She won an Emmy in 1981 for her puppet and costume design on Sesame Street. Uh, she also uh, went on after her Henson career to play Eureka, the title character on Eureka's Castle, which apparently was a, a, a Nick Jr. show, late, 90, or late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, that more. sounds
1: familiar. Was it animated? puppetry oh puppetry why yeah. does that sound familiar it does sound familiar
0: to me it sounds familiar but i think it's a little bit out of my age and demo range at that time but um, maybe it was
1: right in mine
0: yeah i don't know <laughs> but i i can't it does it, it sounds familiar but when i looked at it it didn't ring a bell visually mm. so i don't know i'm gonna look it up while you talk um frank buckles um he was part of the electromechanical team at the new york workshop uh so this is the guy that'd be called upon to do any of your technical or special effects on set so effects rigging of the characters pyrotechnics smoke effects um any of that stuff that would be fred and uh he is an emmy award winner for his work on sesame street hmm so Bob Flanagan, he was one of the mo- more interesting credits that I found in this, in this minute. This guy has an insanely amazing career. Um, he worked he went on to work for um, some playhouses in, on Broadway, creating some very memorable um, puppets for the Broadway stage uh he would do uh the so he did puppets for wizard of oz um things like that probably a lot of other stuff that i don't necessarily recognize but a lot of people would but this is one that i do recognize he did the puppetry for wicked
1: oh nice
0: so he would he want to um uh, t- uh no he didn't want tone. i guess a th- well He didn't specifically win a Tony Award, but I guess an award was, you know, for that, um, uh, for the design for Wicked and stuff like that. So he's kind of along with that, but he was the lead, lead puppetry designer for any of the puppets that were done on Wicked, including the 40 foot tall dragon that's in there and stuff like that. So, um, he just has an amazing career, apparently, um, just like he's the, you know, he was the go-to guy, um, in the Broadway scene to make any kind of big puppets and everything. Um, Also Saturday night live. So he worked for like for 27 years um, on Saturday night live. Wow. And any puppets basically that were created for that, that's him. Oh, cool. So if, you know, in the 80s, 90s, and I guess even into the 2000s, if you ever saw a puppet on Saturday Night Live, it was probably this guy. That's awesome. Um, He said that he'd get called up on a Wednesday and they'd say, all right, we need a puppet for this Saturday, you know, get to work. And he'd have to do it in a couple of days from scratch. So amazing. Yeah, yeah, just really, really cool. so that's Bob Flanagan. How uh, about Jodie uh, Schaffner? She, you know, so the only reason I, I, you know, I found something really interesting right here, and you always wonder what's going on, because she had a bunch of credits from, like, 84 to 86, uh, and, and mostly, like, uh, the puppetry stuff, right? Costume design, puppetry. Then she has no credits, on IMDb from 1986 until 2012. Hmm. I mean, what was going on, man? right? Like what? So do you go on to a different career? Are you doing different things. Maybe she went. Maybe she did some Broadway stuff. Who knows? But a total gap until she's the lead costume designer for um, Hunger Games. So she does the whole Hunger Games trilogy or. Wow.
1: Or... And that's pretty. That's a great credit, right? Yeah so those costumes are fantastic wow nice job
0: jody right so like out of uh yeah i'm sure it's not out of thin air but i couldn't find any other connection like i you know google searcher couldn't really find any other thing so i don't know you know it's like hey let's get judy to do that or jody yeah
1: that's, yeah. that's cool
0: yeah uh connie peterson she was uh the build supervisor so uh, no, now she is. So what's really cool about, <clears throat> about Connie is, so she starts off up at design and construction, worked her way up and she is, she is now, um, the, the build supervisor at Jim Henson's creature shop as of today.
1: Wow. Oh, currently that's awesome. Yeah. So she's so, been there this entire time. Yes.
0: Yeah, so if you go on to uh, the creature shops website, she'll be, she's one of a dozen people that they have, uh, you know, bio for and everything on the site, right along with uh, Brian Henson. So, um, you know, that's, that's what she does say. So she stayed with, with, you know, with the company, worked with Brian and then worked her way up to a, a leadership role. She also went on to uh, do a lot on Broadway in between. So a lot of, um, uh, puppetry and, and things like that, as far as puppet design and build, she, uh, she did that. She also, has a Saturday night live, uh, credit as well. So
1: nice. I wonder um, if Bob uh, Flanagan brought her on board.
0: Yeah, who knows? So a lot of that connection and, and I don't know if this is, um, uh, you know, cause Muppets take Manhattan, we see a lot of Broadway connection, a lot of Broadway crossover with a lot of our credits. So, right. Right. So kind of interesting there. So that's, uh, that's our Muppet design and construction crew here. Uh, if I didn't mention you, it seems that, uh, Love to take Manhattan was kind of your your one thing. And, and then maybe you went on to other great things in your life. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so uh, the other one, um, of course, I want to mention uh, Fraz Fizakis. Uh, so he, uh, the reason I'm bringing him up here, we've talked extensively about him before, but I found some other little tidbits I don't think we talked about before he uh says that the um and, and this speaks to that credit about the rat's kitchen number um he says that that that's probably the most complicated showcase of his work ever done so um Fraz would be the guy to kind of um uh do a lot of special effects and figure out okay you know this is how we're going to do that um so setting up the 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 scene of you know, how the rats are actually controlled and stuff like that, that would be faz. So, um, you know, that's probably also why, I mean, I, you know, this, this rat's kitchen scene got its own credit. I, you know, it, it's, 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 it was a thing that they knew was very difficult.
1: Yeah. It makes sense.
0: Um, and then the other little tidbit I found out about him, I didn't realize this, uh, in 1982, he won an Academy Award for scientific and an engineering um, advancement for developing a performance control system that was called the Henson Performance Control System, and it was specifically uh, for like uh, detailed body movements and facial expressions. So, and and even more specifically for the dinosaurs television show and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. So uh he's the one who kind of made the the faces move for the right way and the fingers and everything so that's uh he got a uh, academy award for that were you ever teenage mutant ninja turtles fan i remember being obsessed with that might not be your thing
1: no not really like a fan but i liked it i really liked that that was like a super blast from my past like how about
0: dinosaurs
1: Uh, I definitely watched it a few times, but not, yeah, I mean, and again, I I just, I, even watching it now, like, on YouTube or whatever, like, bits of it, I'm still impressed by what they were able to do with that show, and, like, they created these really fun characters that were, like, larger than life. I mean, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, my God, like, I haven't watched that movie since I was a kid, but I bet if I watched it again, I would enjoy the heck out of it, you know? It was just, that's great. I love that.
0: Yeah, that that definitely, uh, you know, Eureka's Castle. No, Teenage Ninja Turtles. (laughs) That was that was right in my sweet spot, right? So, uh, yeah. Then Dinosaur. Yeah, I I remember being obsessed with that show. I I wonder if that's uh, that should come to Disney Plus. That would be really cool.
1: It really should. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that needs to come to Disney Plus eventually. Please, Disney Plus.
0: Um. Two other credits that I want to mention real quick just cuz they're really weird and interesting. Assistant to Miss Piggy, Barbara Davis. <laughs> fun fun credit, but I mean realistically, I mean she was you know Miss Piggy's Miss Piggy's uh you know uh, attendant, you know whatever Miss Piggy needed as far as design right like because that.
1: why is it like, why isn't assistant why isn't it assistant to Frank Oz? Like,
0: <laughs> well, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but
1: it's just funny. But, I, I mean, like, Barbara
0: has has a hand in like, like making sure Miss Piggy's look was right. You right, know? Right, that's, right, 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 right. I get it. Thing. It's just yeah. it's
1: just funny as a credit. Miss yeah. Piggy's hairstyles has its own credit. I know, like, yeah, I love it.
0: The last one I want to mention gaffers, John and Jerry De blau
1: okay gaffer and and best boy
0: yes so um basically the, the reason i want to mention them is because if it was filmed in new york city in the 80s and 90s these guys probably did it wow that's funny like they were known as like the gaffers to end all gaffers um if you when i googled them like other gaffers reference these guys as like oh i learned under the the blau brothers you know and so um apparently they're they're known and then and, and they worked in new york city and i mean they have like every action movie everything that you could imagine that was set in new york they're there so nice there you go um that's all i have i mean did you have any any credits that you wanted to mention i mean brian henson's there um he got a credit under muppet special effects but we know you know we know all about brian
1: yeah no i uh i don't have anything to mention i i'm counting entirely on you nick for these (laughs) interesting credit uh tidbits so i appreciate all of the info as always
0: all right two more minutes of credits left Thanks for sticking with us, uh, and we'll see you tomorrow for minute 94 of Love It's Minute.